reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others. that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. I had the privilege of starting off my priesthood in South America. I started out in Buenos Aires and then Cordoba. And I spent two years in Chile. And I'm really thankful because there in Chile we lived in a place that would have been worse than your garage. Now and then there would be a rat in the house. Uh, We didn't have any central heating, just a potbelly stove. Uh, A car would be a a huge luxury. So really having come back to the States, I can really never complain having lived real poverty for, uh, for those two years. But what I'd like to do connected to the Isaiah as well as the Gospel is... I'd like to talk to you about the most famous saint you have in Chile. There are actually two. One one is Santa Teresa de los Andes, who was a Carmelite nun who died at 20 years old and made her vows articulus mortis when she was about to die. But even more famous is Father Alberto Hurtado, and probably none of you have ever heard of him, but his life is incredible. If you do speak Spanish, because we have a bilingual group here, Cronica de Nombre Santo is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Chronicle of a Holy Man. Cronica de Nombre Santo. Isaiah says... If you want your light to shine, if you want the dawn to break upon you, hey, you've got to help the poor. Very clear. You've got to give food to the hungry. You've got to give 
drink to the thirsty. You've got to give clothes to the naked. And you have to find shelter for the homeless. Very clear. That's Isaiah, which is parallel to Matthew chapter 25. I was hungry and you... I was thirsty and you... I was naked and you... I was a foreigner and you... I was sick and in prison and you... Whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers... Yep, you know it. You want to see those corporal works of mercy graphically? See those circles up there? Not simply a decoration. Those are the those are the seven corporal works of mercy. There you have the seven spiritual works of mercy. And last week we had the eight beatitudes. For me, I try to live out those three. I try to live out. I try to live out the corporal works, the spiritual works, the beatitudes. That's my plan of life. Amen? That's my plan of love. And it should be yours too. So let me tell you uh, one story in the life of Father Otado. How he lived out the first reading and he was light and salt, which is the gospel. He was light and salt. Okay, just a little bit of church history and ecclesiology. There was a pope that lived 120 years ago. His name was Pope Leo the Leo the Thirteenth, and he started what is called the Social Doctrine of the Church, and the encyclical is Rerum Novarum. Okay, Rerum Novarum, which is the most important document on what is called the social teaching of the Church. Rerum Novarum. Father Otago studied that and he said, hey, I have to help out the poor. Because the rich people would stay to themselves. They wouldn't wouldn't mix with the poor. The saints always, but huge mass of rich people, they shunned the poor people as almost the untouchables. So he read this and he said, hey, Chile is a country basically of poor people. Not that helped them out. So what happened was, and this scene in the movie is very touching. It's a tearjerker. He is the head. If you've ever been in South America and Italy, you have what's called Lazione Cattolica. Okay? Lazione Cattolica is the most famous apostolic group in South America, Catholic Action. So he was the head of Acción Catholic in Chile, but because of envy, he goes to the bishop's chancery and he's pulled out of that office because of cler- clerical envy. He was drumming up vocations of the priesthood right and left. He was a John Bosco of his time, just a dynamic priest. So he's leaving... He's leaving the office of the bishop after having been rejected to be the head of the most important 
apostolic uh, work in the country because of envy. And it's at night, and he's walking toward his residence, and it's cold, it's damp, it's rainy, and he meets a man in the dark. And it's a homeless man. A homeless man. And Hurtado sees the man, and right away he recognizes that this man is his brother. Because we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And he draws close, and this man is freezing. He's shivering. And Hurtado draws close and says, Where do you live? And he said in Chilean Spanish, Donde caiga, Padre? It's different than Mexican Spanish. It means wherever I fall at night. And he says, Sometimes the Salvation Army, Salvation Army, will put me up for the night. If not, I have nowhere to live. Sortado. Moved to the depths of his heart, he draws close and he places his forehead on his forehead. You got a fever. You got a fever. And then he takes off his cloak, his heavy cloak, and he places the cloak over this man. The man gives him a smile and he recedes into the darkness and disappears. That night, Father Atada had a dream. That man was Jesus Christ. That was Jesus Christ. And then, ah, I've got it. I was rejected. I was rejected, but God has opened up a new door. Starting now, I will build what is called in Mexican, in Chilean Spanish, El Hogar de Cristo. And if you speak Spanish, El Hogar de Cristo, which, mean, which means the home of Christ. And from, if you know Chilean geography, from Aquique to Puntas de Arenas, from south to north, he started to build all of these homes for the orphans, the widows, the drug addicts, the abandoned pregnant women, all of the rejected people of society. He set up these homes from south all the way to north. He would have been a Chilean Mother Teresa of Calcutta. This was a Teresa a modern Teresa of Calcutta, from south all the way to north. And it all started with being rejected, where God allowed because of envy, clerical envy. God allowed the door to be closed, and he opened up two greater doors. He opened up two doors, the window and the attic.
Okay, let me tell you one more short story. I could go on for an hour. I, I love this saint. You've never heard of him before, but maybe you can check out that movie because you got the subtitles in English. Cronica di Nombre Santo. In English, Chronicles of a Holy Man is a translation. The next story is uh, builds upon it. Have you ever read the life of a saint, any of you? You read the life of a saint, see how much they trust God and how little we trust God. It's embarrassing, isn't it? We celebrated John Bosco the other day, right? John Bosco was instrumental in building two of the most important churches in the world. Have any of you ever been to Italy, to Rome? If you've ever been to Rome, to Turin, you have Our Lady Help of Christians. In Rome, you have Sacred Heart of Jesus. Among the most beautiful churches in the world, John Bosco started with three pennies. Three pennies. And by building a church, it would be worth a billion dollars today. Why? Because he trusted. Your faith, your, your faith can move mountains. God will do in proportion to your trust. Amen? God will give in proportion to your trust. If you don't trust, he's not going to give you. You trust, God can move the mountains. So here's the story with Father Otago. So he starts out by building in Santiago, which is the capital. But he wanted to build more and more. So he said, okay, let's build in Colima. There's a Colima, Mexico, but there's a Colima, Chile, too. Colima. So he's in. He's in the in the uh, one of his residences, and right next to him, you got the accountants, guys counting the money, and they're criticizing him. They're saying this father Todd, is a good guy, but he has no practical economic sense. He's a dreamer. I mean, he's he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He has no economic sense. We barely have enough money to finish Santiago. He wants to build another house, this guy. He's crazy. He's crazy. In that moment, in that moment, someone knocks on the door and he's sitting there. He's sitting there praying and thinking. He opens up the door there's an elderly couple. They say, are you Father Tado? Asus Ordinus. Yes, here I am. We've heard about your work with the poor people. And we are really impressed. We'd like to support you. Me and my husband never had any children, but he's retired now, so we'd like to give you a little bit for your works. So they give him an envelope. He says, thank you very much. Our home is your home. They leave and he opens up the envelope. I'll say it in Spanish and then English. Un millón de pesos. Hombres de poca fe. 
A million, a million pesos. This is 75 years ago. And the accountants that were criticizing him, behind the wall, he goes to the door and says, Hey, hombre de poca fe, men of little faith, a million pesos. God will never neglect to help his children. So they began to build the new house. And now through all of Chile, you've got these beautiful homes for the poor people. Because this man had the faith that can move the mountains. So let's pray, my friends. Let's give and give and give and give until we die. And trust, if we can give, then God will open up the gates to heaven for you and many more souls. Amen. Yeah.